This is the Shopify Dropify, hosted by The Cut. When I started the business, I had $9,000, and that was literally savings that I had there because I was on maternity leave. First thing I would say is don't overthink it. it. Within the first six months, I would definitely say user-generated content. When they get to the website, they're kind of, they're seeing what it is, like set your tan, you know what I mean? They're, I'm trying to say it's a fake tan, drying powder. When you scroll down, you're seeing what the four benefits are. Yep. Then you can shop now. This is your Shopify podcast presented by The Cut and called the Shopify Dropify. Welcome aboard. The Cut is a small team of e-commerce experts and they are here to help you start up your first online store or to make your existing e-commerce website more successful. If you need help, contact The Cut today. In this episode, Ben talks to Fiona Dunn from Glow Dry Australia. Fiona is a mum who thought up her own product and is now starting to see great success with her online business. This is a great interview for anyone who loves an Irish accent and wants to learn how to get started, how to market your products and achieve growth. Thanks for joining us. Okay, hi there guys. My name is Ben. I'm a director at The Cut. Welcome back to the Shopify Dropify. This is our podcast all about Shopify and today we're really happy and stoked to welcome along Fiona Dunn, who is owner and founder of Glow Dry Australia. Hello, Fee. Hi, how are you going? Thanks very, so much for having me. <laughs> very, very happy to have you and your lovely Irish accent on the podcast. <laughs> I hope everybody can understand me, fingers crossed. I think they will have absolutely <laughs> no problem, and especially compared to my rough Tasmanian accent, your <laughs> accent is an absolute dream on the ear. So can um, you please introduce yourself and tell us about Glow Dry, your e-commerce business, when you launched, how you got started, and what yeah. you guys specialise in? Yeah, yeah. So my name is Fiona. Um, call me Fee. I just much prefer that. It's it's a little nicer than the full Fiona. I shall go um, with Fee. Yeah, perfect. Um, so I'm the owner and founder of Glow Dry Australia, and I guess the whole idea came to me after setting up a spray tan business. Can you tell us what that idea is first so everyone knows what you guys sell? Yeah, so we sell a fake tan drying powder and basically what it is is a time-saving, multitasking fake tan drying powder. So it's a body powder that you basically apply on over your fake tan, so okay. either a spray tan or your DIY self-tanner. And basically you just brush it onto the skin and it dries it like instantly, takes away the stickiness, takes away that awful like fake tan odor and just leaves the skin nice and soft and silky and reduces transfer of tan. So we basically have four ingredients and four benefits of the product. At the moment we have the starter kit, which is basically a pot of powder with an application brush. Okay. Um, and then we also have a refill. We sell the brushes separately and then we have a large a refill that is perfect for I guess the professional spray tanners who would go through like a lot of the products so that's so just a bigger it, refill bag. So you sell it to people who are doing spray tanning professionally yes. so they can use that on their customers? Yeah yeah so we basically have two I guess sets of customers. Sure. We've got the self tanners who will come to the website they will buy literally it for themselves yep. and then we have the salons that will use it um, as part of their spray tanning service. Okay. So awesome. it, it kind of works so both ways. So domestic, private clients, yeah. and you've got commercial business yeah, clients. Exactly. And yeah, so yeah. just to come back to what what the product does, 
I put up my hand so I've never ever <laughs> spray tanned myself. Yeah. I have known uh, ladies that do spray tanning, but yep. but it's obviously a wet process because yeah. they're spraying it on, so you yeah. get that drying time Definitely. afterwards. Definitely. So what you're doing is, if you're doing it yourself, you're basically applying either like a foam or a mousse, and that can leave the skin pretty like wet and kind of sticky and okay. a lot of people can kind of revert to standing in front of a fan for a long time. What are we talking about with a long time here? Like, I mean, could be like 10, 15 yep. minutes. I mean, to feel dry. That yep. stickiness will always be there, especially for the parts of the skin that touch. Like the elbow like joint Like the, or the elbow knee joints, or whatever, like, yeah. yeah, behind the knees, like okay. literally like the smile lines of your bum under Ooh. your boobs, that kind of thing. That's bum where you can- boobs. Yes, that's where See, we've only been talking <laughs> for like 90 <laughs> seconds and we're already into bums and boobs. So, so that's primarily where you can get a lot of that. Sure. And that can obviously leave marks or sure. if you sweat there, it can take away the tan. Yeah. So that's where the product can obviously help dry it, take away that stickiness where you're feeling more comfortable and you're not going to have them horrible marks. Yep. So yeah, I guess so it, it speeds solves, up the process. Speeds it up the process. Helps takes them away. have a more even finish to their yeah, fake tan. Yeah, prevents the streaks and yep. especially if you you get a spray tan that's applying a liquid so you can even be standing in front of a fan for a very long time feeling sticky literally for the whole time that you're in your tan while you're marinating as I like to call yeah, it okay. um, so the whole time when you're waiting for your tan to develop which can be either two to like about eight hours or sometimes overnight. Right. Really what this powder is doing is basically speeding up the drying process and making you feel comfortable the whole time while you're in that tan. Yes. So then basically when you're ready to wash off your tan, you wash the powder with it. Okay, awesome. Very good. I think we've all got a very, very clear idea about what Glow Dry does. Great yeah. name. There's some of your benefits in the, in yeah. the brand name, which is awesome, and yeah. it's a nice punchy name. Yeah. So thank you. Our aim with this podcast is always obviously to, to get you on board and experts on board and to share information and insights. A lot of the people that listen are merchants. A lot yeah. of those merchants are small or at least early on in, their, in, the, in the start of their business quite often. But we want to really share some, some insights and things that you've learned. So we might jump into some of that. Um, how long has the business been active for? Only a so, couple of years? Yeah, yeah. So just a couple of years. So I launched on the 1st of October 2018. Okay. So we've been going since then. So if you could go back to that day, knowing what you know now, what you've learned in the last 18 to 24 months, what would be something you might do differently? To be, I love this question. Okay, good. I would, I would definitely not change a thing. Very good. Because to be honest, what I did was, so I first came across Shopify when I did a course called Start and Scale. Okay. When I started the business, I had $9,000 and that was literally savings that I had there because I was on maternity leave. Okay. So I guess when I had the spray tanning business, that was a service-based business. So the service-based business led to this product-based business. I was about to say, let's just yeah. touch on that really yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. You were doing spray tanning yeah. at home for people and, and yeah. you ran into this challenge or this need with a wet tan yeah. and you said, oh, yeah. I want to find a way to solve this. Definitely. So I knew it was a massive problem because everyone would leave feeling sticky. Um, I would hate the fact that they left like that, so I would be drying them down because when you do a spray tan, you're spraying out the tannin product, but there's also a part where you can just let air come out. Sure. So you're literally just drying, drying them down. Them so I'd be like drying them down. I'd be like letting them turn, dry them again, sure. do it again like a sure. couple of times. It's like spray painting a car or literally, something, isn't it? Yep. it? It literally is. Yep. So yep. Um, yeah, so I was trying to like dry them as much as I can. And like when you go and you train professionally to do spray tanning, 
you're taught to, you take off the person's hairnet and you pop a little bit of baby powder on the hairnet right. and you like pop it under the armpits, uh, again under the boobs, the smile under lines, the bum. yeah under the bum, you know back at the knees and you're sort of taught like that's kind of a nice way to like finish down that process. Okay. So I kind of was doing that and I was just like you know what we need a bit of a better process for this, we need a nicer product that's kind of specifically designed, a nice brush to apply it rather than a hairnet, yep. you know, and a nice easy to hold tub, a nice big brush that you can easily dip it in sure. and throw it on really quick. Yep. So you can do a quick dry down and then you can apply your glow dry. Yep. So I see it as like, you dry them with your own little dryer of the thing and then you do the glow dry. And how I came up with the name was like blow dry. Glow dry, uh, very good. You know, I hadn't made that connection, but I yes, can see it. I that's can kind see of it. yeah, that's kind of how it came out. So yep. it's basically like that finishing touch. You're like you go and get your hair done, right? You apply the color. You might do a treatment at the end. The very last thing is literally you're doing that blow dry to style it into place, and that's literally what this is like. Yeah, okay. The glow dry finish it's the to set. just finish it's it. The final set finishing it. setting yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay, and I it's get the it. finishing set. Yeah. So you would you would change nothing. No, in terms of setting up the store, I literally, so I found Shopify after I did a course called Start and Scale, yep. and that featured Greta Rose Van Riel, I don't know if you know her, she's basically the queen of e-commerce. Okay. She started Skinny Me Tea. Oh, right. Yes. Yep. You know Say her now. Say no more. Yes, We yes. actually worked with one of their great competitors, Flat Tummy Tea, for many right. years. Right. Yes. Okay, okay. So I know Skinny Me Tea, definitely. Yes, yep. So um, she started Skinny Me Tea, Drop Bottle, and there's, I think, a couple, I think the fifth watches, there's a couple in okay. there. So I did this course because I knew I had my product idea. Yep. I felt like the validation was already there. Yep. Um, and obviously as I'd gone, I was working on the concept of the product, what I wanted in there, how I wanted it to look, smell, feel, everything. I was working on that. Yep. But then I felt like I needed the smarts to get me online. I didn't know sure. anything about a domain. I didn't know sure. how to set up a website. Yep. And I knew I wanted to do this because I couldn't afford for anybody else to do it. Sure. So I did this course, they recommended Shopify, and literally three months before I launched, I think about to the day, I set up the website and I was like, right, I'm gonna get my platform sorted. I started out, <laughs> because I didn't have the product shots ready, I literally just had stock standard photos that I got online of like a girl on the beach with the sand, sure. you yeah. know. Just and sort of lifestyle yeah, tanning. Yeah, basically. And then I got my product shots finalized once my labels arrived. Yeah. Uh, my brushes didn't arrive a week until I, before I launched. So right. the photo just kind of didn't really match, but it was kind of, it was very similar. It was basically the only sample that I had. Okay. Um, so yeah, I had the product shots. They were okay. Like they weren't amazing, but they got me started. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just launched launched with that. Yep. So, so I wouldn't it, change it, anything Shopify wise. Sure. I would have definitely better photos, okay. you know, more so your lifestyle product photos shots. and having yeah. them sorted for your brand specifically might be something you would, yeah. would go back yeah. if you could go back you would look at getting them definitely before because yep. yeah, like I have a lovely main product main kind of photo on the main page yep. and I love that it's just two girls like holding the product and it's pretty fun and I have it kind seen of it. you know, it kind of summarizes our brand and what we kind of stand for like yep. just friendly, approachable, everybody can use it and just generally fun. But in the beginning it was a bit more generic it was not, just generic not on brand and, yeah, and that's, absolutely that's, that's not. very very important I, I, yeah. I completely agree I mean we, we support that completely and really yeah. how does the brand look how does it communicate is it right for your market is it right for the products you're selling that's it. Um, if so 
For anyone who might be in and around that sort of startup phase or maybe the first six months of it, what would you recommend that they focus on um, in that really early stage of an e-com business? First thing I would say is don't overthink it. Okay. Um, I've heard the saying and I 100% agree with it. If you're not embarrassed by your product or your website, when you look back at it in a couple of years time, you just didn't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I look back and I think, oh my God, I had this like brown sort of colors. Now yep. they're a nice sort of rose gold that kind of yep. goes in with my branding. Yep. You know, our pictures are all succinct. Yep. Even our product photos, you know, and even some of the lifestyle shots, they're all succinct. They're all shot in a gorgeous pink bathroom. So the branding, it's all just evolved as the more money that I have to sure. invest in it, you know what I mean? So you, so can't, what, you can't start at point 10, you've got to work no, through the steps. No, and I think yeah. anyone that does, like, okay, if you have the money to do that, go ahead. But if you're going to, like, if you don't have that capital there, you it's, just got to launch with something. You yep. just got to go live and just work on it as you go. Because so, if, you, if you think you're... I mean, I still don't think my website is great. You're constantly going to be improving. Completely. There's things all the time that you can improve on. Absolutely, so for sure. So I would just say start, start with something. Start at point one and or even point zero and you can eventually get to 10 or wherever you want to be. It's always going to be an evolution. So let's say, yeah. they, have, let's say they have launched and they have got their business and their site yeah. and their products online. What would they be focusing on in the first six months? It, within the first six months, I would definitely say user-generated content. Yep. Um, I find that is amazing. So, so from the people who have bought your products? Yeah. Yep. So at the very start, I didn't have a branded box. I literally just was buying white boxes and okay. I was putting um, just a round little GD sticker for glow dry okay. at the front. Yep. I was writing personalised notes. Which is right. nice. Which is absolutely yeah, lovely. It's lovely. They converted so well, even just a plain box. Yeah. People were so delighted to share on their stories that they got this package, that they got a lovely written note. Yeah. Um, and they were just generally excited. So the likes of that, you can go, if they tag you on their Instagram, you can go and share that. If they do a little post and the photo is actually, if it's okay, if it's not too pixelated, yeah. if it's within your sort of branding colors, yeah. I like to share that. I don't like For an sure. overly curated feed. I don't like it to look perfect. I'd rather share my real customers, my real users, and the people who go and actually take the time that's great advice. To, to do that. That's great advice. And, and you know what? That's free. Completely. <laughs> so if you're in the first six months and you're really, either you're not taking a wage or, maybe the sales are a little bit low or you're just trying to survive on maybe no influencer marketing, you can't pay anybody, you know, go the extra step for your actual customers. Completely. Say, you know, tag us on Instagram, we'd love to share you. Don't be so, afraid to ask. Them. Exactly, yeah. don't be afraid. And, and that's it, one thing I had on the thank you note was like, love your glow dry, share it. Tag us at the glow dry underscore Australia, you know, hashtag the glow dry effect. Yeah. So they're all little things showing your customers and then you are showing that to potential customers that our customers are loving it they love Completely. receiving their packages Completely. they're happy they're excited and that's what you want to share with others 
you completely. know. And it's yeah. authentic content. Exactly. It's a very good point to say yeah. don't be afraid to ask your customers to do something to help you yes. market the business yes. because a lot of people will be happy to. Yeah. If they're delighted with your product, they'll more than likely yeah. be happy to share or to give yeah. you some, some um, I guess, airtime in their yeah. socials. So, yeah, exactly. that's very, very yeah. good advice. And even when they're actually using the product themselves, yeah. they might be applying their tan, they might send me a little boomerang of them, like, you know, with the brush applying the powder. That's yeah. all something you can share as well. Completely. So I have a lot of that. I have a lot of really, really loyal customers who are using the product will tag me at least once a week or yeah. every second week when they're using the product. And that's amazing. Yeah. And that's something that I can share. And that's exciting for me. Yeah. Like, I would always the... message them back saying, like, thank you so much. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Because content is king. It completely, really is. Completely. It's so important. Absolutely. Very, very good points. So if we jump forward now to where you are now, so let's just say you're a good two years in, where is your focus right now? Email marketing. Okay. And Automations and using customer yes, data. Yes. Um, can I ask what platform you're using? I'm using MailChimp. Are you I know still you using love MailChimp? Yes, I am. Okay. I know, I know. Okay, well, we don't endorse that, but it's all good. A lot of people yes, are. Yes, I know, I know, but you know what? Tools. I started out on MailChimp yeah, yeah, and which I it, pretty much everyone does. Yes, yeah, and I'm yeah. still the main person in my business. I've all Completely. the hats on. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't have the time to be researching and yeah. transferring everything over, so I'm just running with it at the moment. Yeah, for sure. You know, if I was if I do grow bigger, which I hope I do, and I was to take on maybe a marketing manager, they could maybe help me with that. But for the moment we're doing fine with that. Yeah. But one thing when I launched, I was using MailChimp and I kind of had it set up, but I didn't have the automation set up until about the May of the following year. Okay. So I seeked out somebody, um, Yale actually is her name, and she's lovely. She's based here in Perth and she's another mum. And she helped me literally just get the automations going. Okay. So where I'm at now is what I didn't have at the start was actually having pop-ups. Yep. So I wasn't at the start offering them 10% off and that actually converts so much. So that really yeah. increased the revenue okay. from that point onwards, yeah. I actually couldn't believe. And what about so, the response to the actual emails when they arrive in the inbox? How has that been working for you? That's good. Our most open one is obviously the first one with the discount code saying, sure. thanks for signing up to the website. Here's your discount code, like yeah. get shopping kind of thing. Sure, sure. That converts well. The rest, not so much. But you are sending like welcome. Oh yeah, it's a whole welcome series. Yeah. Yeah, so you're yeah. getting that brand engagement, you're exactly. building the relationship. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, and then having the abandoned cart yep. emails, like re-engagement emails, then in the next couple of months, seeing if they want a refill. That Are you sort doing? Of thing. I was going to ask you doing subscriptions because obviously your product runs out. It would be possible to, to for them to you know subscribe to a subscription with your product because yeah. they're using it all the time. You would be able to predict fairly accurately when yeah. someone's going to run out. Yeah, and you know that is a very good point and I have thought about it because I have listened to a couple of podcasts about that but yep. I haven't actually well, sat down. let's put that on the list, Well, thank Faye. you. I'm going to write that, that down right now, I'm Ben. I'm glad I could be of some help. <laughs> Subscriptions. You scratch your back on the, my back on the podcast and I'll try and give you some insights. <laughs> Definitely. That helps you. Um, so you've already touched on it. It sounds like you found Shopify in the very beginning and yes. went with it straight You know, straight away. Did you do any research, you know, any other platforms or was it pretty much you, you found no. it and liked it? or? Yeah, I found it and I just loved it and because yep. it was recommended and she had done pretty well with using Shopify I kind of just thought it's the easiest one to go with yep. I know there's WooCommerce out there I know there's Magento or yep. Magneto or whatever it's called yep. and it's just 
I found this so easy because you're able to customize your own like the main page you just yep. got to get like a high quality shot you know what I mean yep. you're able to customize where you want your main product to show you know you can add text in there you can add in custom content if you want a blog to show yep. you know you have that insta feed app to show your insta feed down the bottom yep. you know the apps are easy to integrate and it's kind of easy to do yourself yep. so I guess that's what I wanted I didn't I didn't want to be paying for somebody to make me a website that I couldn't change. Completely. So this is like the perfect thing where you can like copy and paste and like add these little templates here and there, you know? Yep, absolutely. And I'm not good with the theme liquids and all this sort no, of jazz. No, 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 so no. I'm just very basic. But I have yeah. to say the Shopify support is really good. So I had problems integrating the Instagram feed with the theme that I was using okay. so like that again you get on to chat with someone from Shopify they're there within five minutes yep. they can help you the support is actually amazing yep. but I do have a lovely um, girl that helps me her name is Michelle Birch she's based here in Perth she's a mama as well yep. and she helps me do some custom modifications and really the website is looking extra damn fine because of her yeah it looks um, awesome yeah yeah so we're still not on a paid theme. Yeah. It's a free theme. Yep. That's um, all right. And we just do heaps of customizations, and yeah, that for works sure. for me. Yeah, Because I guess at the moment, I'm still a very small business. While I'm thinking big and yep. global, um, I'm not at the stage where I want to be paying, especially if I need to build out other stores for different parts of the world. For sure. You know? Yeah. So I guess I'm just kind of thinking like that. But eventually, when I can afford that, that's what will happen. But yeah. at the moment, I'm really happy at how it's looking yep. and how it's converting. It's definitely converting at this stage. Like we're at about six percent conversion rate, which is wow, that's which super I'm happy high. with. Yeah, that's super the free high. shipping I think really helps with that as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like you managed to set up your initial site pretty pretty yeah. painlessly. Was yeah. there anything that did you have any big surprises in the process of, of starting an online business and setting up an e-commerce site? Was there anything that sort of surprised you or stood out as a big learning point for you? Not necessarily a learning point, but like you know, when you come from a service-based business where you are so hands-on the business, you're organising bookings, you have to organise a babysitter to mind your child while you work. So right? this is it's, when you're talking about you were physically doing the yeah, spray tanning it from, yeah, your, from yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Yep. when you're a service-based business, yep. you have to be there to run that business at a specific time. So I used to work Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. I'd work 6 to 9 p.m. Yeah. My husband's on a nine and five sort of yep. roster. So one week he's here, the other week he's not here. Yep. So I was basically paying for a babysitter to be there for three hours. Okay. You know, if you'd have a block in between or if you if you only ran to like 8 p.m. or whatever, you'd be paying her. Sure. You'd be paying the babysitter while you're just about making enough to cover the cost of your product, right? Sure. So here I've switched from a service-based to a product-based business while... My son Logan sleeps. Yeah, I can be up and I can be doing all my website stuff. You can I do can go work. pack my orders. Yep. I can do my work, and I, that the flexibility is what I love. Yep. So you no longer have to be at this workplace or like available at this hour. You just sale comes in. Next morning, you pack your orders. You either drop to the post office or the postman comes to you. Yep. That's so unreal that, so that for was somebody in with terms a toddler. Yeah, the way you work, the work life balance, your yeah. flexibility was a, was a real eye opener to yeah. you. Yeah, and especially for someone in a FIFO family with very little support, like I don't have any grandparents here for Logan. Sure. So I rely on a babysitter yeah. or 
Montessori or you know yeah, what I mean oh, totally, so daycare yeah. like that like does help and yep. I still work a two day week yep. so in my other job um, oh, so guy drive is still a side hustle for you I don't like to say side hustle no, because it's full time in my head completely um, but, but you are doing another job at the same yeah, time yeah so all of this happened while I was on maternity leave yep. and I felt nothing but a passion and a gut deep down that if you don't do this, someone else is going to do this. And I kind of felt compelled to do it. Yep. So... Well, I must say that your energy and passion for your business is very, yeah. very clear on the surface, which is awesome for you. It's yeah, great to see. Yeah, thank you. Um, but I just felt like, God, I have to do this now. So I was at a point where I decided, right, I'm taking a full... I had a full year taken and I said, oh, I want another year because okay. I still want to build and grow this. Yep. So they were very good to let me come back two days a week. Um, I have someone that I job share with, Liesl, yep. she's amazing. Yep. And um, we both make that work and they let me come back. And, and to, I, think, I, I chose them days, like I chose yep. the hours and sure. they were and so good to me. And I really enjoy that job too. Sure. <laughs> so it's kind of like I'm at this point where I kind of want the business to be more busier i'd rather get some more large accounts on board sure. so that i can basically make what i'm making in that job to just quit that you know what yeah, i mean sure. but well, I, I i love both but i want to work uh, on my passion and, and on my business to sort of have that more flexibility with life and family and you know yeah of course you yeah. do that, that that's that this is your uh, your 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 business baby isn't it mm -hmm. and that's always going to be where your passion lies it's my second baby as i yeah. say yeah so let, let's um switch over and talk to about products uh and people a little yeah. bit um Obviously, you know, understanding the people who are the best potential to become your customers is very much central to, to e-commerce success. And, and you're in a lovely position where you've had that one-on-one -on -one face time with people who are spray tanning. You understand the process, you understand the issues, and that led gave rise to the product itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when, when you're talking about products, how is your understanding um, of presenting products for sale on a website changed over the two years that you've run the business? What have been mm. your, your key learnings or the key changes you've mm. made around that? Mm. Well, not a lot of changes, but I feel the main issue for me was this product is so new. Yeah. Right. So there's not a lot of them out there. I was the first one in Australia to do this. People don't understand what it actually yes. is or does. Yeah. Okay. So my challenge is telling them exactly what it is yep. so what i find converts the most for me is either a demo video yep. showing them here's the pot here's the brush you dip the pot in you apply your tan then you apply this on over yep um so that's been a major challenge and to be honest when i do my influencer marketing stories works best okay because stories you explain the product this is a fake tan drying powder you apply this after your spray tan or yep. after your self tanner I've had one person that bought it way too quick, not understanding what it was. I don't know how she converted so quickly. Okay. And she messaged me after thinking that it was actually a tan. I was going to say, I was yeah. just going to say, she thought oh, it was I a powder-based tan. Sure. So I was like, 
no, absolutely not. Yeah. Like offered a refund, apologized to her, but it was the only one. So, okay. you know, I'm trying to, when they get to the website, they're kind of, they're seeing what it is, like set your tan. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to say it's a fake tan drying powder. When you scroll down, you're seeing what the four benefits are. Yeah. Then you can shop now. You're seeing what the product looks like. So, so it's getting that across. Yeah. So basically when they get to the website, they see the main photo which is just kind of the two girls holding the product. It's pretty fun. They scroll down, they see the product benefits, and then there's a demo video. Sure. And I mean, then that, even that process of explaining something to yeah. someone, but when they land on your homepage, if they yeah. don't know what it does to explain that yeah. to them very, very, very quickly, yeah. because you've got around four seconds to get that exactly. understanding across. Exactly. And obviously with you, with a, a, an unusual slash unique product yeah. that people don't, may not immediately understand it, it's even more important. Yeah, exactly, because everybody knows what skincare is. Everybody sure. knows what deodorant is. Completely. This is such a new product within the niche. Yep. So it's kind of like, okay, we need to explain this as best we can. Yep. So that's, I guess, that's been my main challenge, but mm -hmm. I guess it still doesn't, I mean, you still need a product photo. Of course. Showing, I guess, a lifestyle shot of it like I have a photo there where you're seeing um, the model like apply it on her leg yep. you know so showing how you apply it I also recently in the last couple of months I have added a step one step two step three so one is glow um, second is dry, second, third is go. Yeah. So you see the girl um, literally applying mousse tan with a tanning mitt. Yep. Second one is you see her with a brush along her leg and she's like applying glow dry. So she's doing the dry step. Yep. Then you see her putting her clothes on because she can go. She's ready to go. So, sure. yeah. so you that literally sort of feel that dry, stick free that you can apply your clothes. Yeah. So it is game changing in that regard, but yep. it's trying to get that point across and, and showing what the product is without confusing anyone to think it's actually tan in itself Absolutely. you know yeah i mean yeah. We, we speak to a lot of businesses about making their position clear making yes, their benefits exactly. clear right yeah. at the top of the home page yeah. with a sharp simple statement that focuses the mind exactly, on it exactly yeah and then that should engage someone and then you go and they can scroll the, down you know they the, have the, that the key points or the exactly. video or, or yeah. building on that understanding yeah. so yeah. yeah and you've got an interesting challenge there as we've That's said because it. it is an unusual product yeah yeah um and can you speak about, about your customers and how important it is to, to understand them yeah. and, and the process of tanning and, and yeah. what, you know, specifically what they're going through yeah. and what the, are their headaches? How, how important has that been for you? That's very important. But I am my target market, you which target, really, we hear that really a lot. helps. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I've been fake tanning probably since I was about 16. So if I you can hear my it's accent. it's much, much more common in Europe and oh or my in Northern God, England massive. than it is in Australia, yes. for sure. Yes, and I'm kind of figuring out that now. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's it, really big, definitely in Ireland and the UK. Yeah. They respond to it like crazy. Yeah. You know, Australia, ooh, okay, what's that? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not quite so, as common. Yeah, because whereas we have over the there, boom. Yeah, they do, but you know what? I think it's changing now. Definitely. Like, okay, sunbeds are now banned. Yeah. So we're starting to understand the damage that the sun can do Completely. to us. A lot of people are now, they would rather a spray tan Absolutely over right. lying out in the because sun. Because it's safer. 
yet people are now understanding that yeah. this is a problem 100%. leading later down in life. So they're taking that option to either fake it rather than baking it, you know Completely. what I mean? So um, so I do feel that there definitely is room still for it here. I think um, uh, I lived in Manchester for a few years and there yeah. was this, this cult of young women who were quite orange. Like they'd sort of lost their perspective on their on what was oh, a normal yeah, skin I know, tone, I know, which I you know. don't really see that here. When you see it, here, I'm often surprised that, that, that a it woman is fake. has a yeah. fake tan. But you know, when were you in it's the a UK? It's more understated. Oh yeah, it was a while ago, ten years ago, eleven okay. years ago. Because let's be honest, fake tan has, has come, come a, long a long way. They're no longer orange. Yeah, okay. So it really has improved. The technology is there. You know, there's so many different bases to suit different skin types yeah. and tones. The whole so sector's that, got that more. Really has come on, yeah. yeah. But definitely, myself being uh, my target market, I understand what the problems are. Yep. Um. Obviously, fake tanning myself since I was sixteen. Yep. Being so pale, and wanting to be that little bit darker, I definitely had a lot of fails. But now, you know, a fake tan to me is just like a subtle glow. Like sure. I have tan on now, you probably wouldn't think. It's, I must say, Fee, I was subtle. looking at your arms yes. and thinking it doesn't look like you've no. fake tan. Yeah, right, because yeah. now underneath this, I am white, like milk bottle yeah, white, you're right? You're an Irish rose. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm actually, like, bluish white. Bluish? Yeah. Wow. Like, literally like chicken skin looking colour. you've been living in a refrigerator. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> So that's how pale I We're am. We're painting some nice pictures yeah, here. So, for, yeah, we want to paint that. We've talked about butt cheeks and under the breast, and now we're talking about blue-skinned women. you know. This is um, awesome. Yeah, so I guess that's my kind of like for me, I just want a, a subtle glow. It's yep. not about looking as dark as possible and no. like being so brown. It's just like, you know, a nice subtle glow. So I guess understanding like what your customer wants, understanding that sort of age group. So whether it be your busy millennials, your busy mums you know, and trying to like get inside their brain. So I guess yep. if I'm doing my influencer marketing, I have a different couple of ranges. Sure. So I might have the busy mums. I might have the sort of younger single girls who like to tan every week, but like a darker spray tan when they're going out. Yes. You know, so if you kind of cover all those sort of ranges, you're getting a different sort of, um, a different sort of customer base each time to your website. And are you adjusting your messaging to those different... No, not really, because okay. it's pretty much the same. Like, they all okay. just are saying what the benefits are yeah. and that it's vegan and cruelty-free, yeah. all that sort of thing. So just once they explain the benefits, show how to use it, yeah. that generally helps okay. convert and just getting them to the website. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so let's just talk about your branding and, and your niche for a minute. I mean, has your name and logo and the imagery played a big role in how the business has performed like you spoke earlier about when you launched it was all mm. a bit kind of generic and stock mm -hmm. photos mm -hmm. can you speak a little bit about that for us well yeah like i had the logo done and um to be honest it took me a while i was mulling over the name for a long time okay and um, but i do like quite descriptive names i think it yep. explains the product like glow like a tan for me is a glow as i've said so glow and then dry yes um so i have that obviously trademarked um yes. but yeah i like the descriptive name and then obviously i worked with um a lovely girl who does graphic design and i just what did i say to her i want something timeless i want something minimal 
Yeah. And I wanted to be sort of rose gold because I love rose gold and I knew I wanted the end product to be rose gold in colour. Okay. Um, and I wanted to be sort of that sophisticated so I could see the brand being in Mecca, yep. yet I could yep. also see it being in your local sort of tannin uh, salon, okay, you know yep, what I mean? Yep, yep. Um, and I also wanted it to look pretty good when it sits on your completely your little Which shelf like at home, good, you know? A good design brief. Yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the minimalism and just it being white and it's not like overly pink, like it's not, I, I don't think it's going to look awful in like 10 years time. I yep. want it to be timeless. Yep. Yep. Um, and I didn't go overly heavy on like a crazy font. It's very basic. Yep. It's quite spaced out. Yep. Um, and well balanced. Yep. And it that's sounds like you've given the designer, and was it easy to come to that logo with your designer with that brief? You, yeah, it was yeah. pretty easy. Okay. Um, well, actually, I did start off with a different designer who I used to do my business cards for my spray tanning business, and okay. that did not go well. Right. There was just putting in too much things and it was yeah. just making it complicated and I just yeah. wanted it to be very, very basic and simple. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you made some really smart design decisions there yeah. that not everyone makes. Sometimes people mm. like go in the direction of busy because they feel like if it's got more in it, no, it's worth more. No, absolutely not. They're completely the opposite, right? I actually like quite minimal, yeah, less busy on the brain, of course, very it's much easy, stronger, punchy. much more powerful, yeah. much more easy to read, Definitely. works at all sizes, etc, etc, etc. So we're kind of getting to the, towards the end of our half an hour, so I might sort of skip into the marketing. Sorry. That's okay. You've, you've Shouting too much. <laughs> I told you, I expect you as an Irish woman <laughs> yes. to be a good talker and you have certainly delivered. Yeah. Um, You've talked about influencers. Did you start with them early on or how did you first start your marketing yes. when you first launched the business? So um, before I launched, it was a funny story. My brushes, I had paid. I have these beautiful custom design brushes yep. um, and they were meant to arrive in May. Yep. And they didn't. And the brush supplier let me down. Right. So I needed to find a new one send them the sample, the only sample that I had, this new brush supplier, and it worked out amazing. Right. They arrived a week before I launched. Wow. Right? And if that went wrong, I was literally effed, right? Yeah, right. So what I did was I had the product, I got updated um, product shots done, and I literally connected. I was growing already my Instagram base as I was... Um, you know, right before I launched, you know, yep. to build that up. I was yep. launching to about 2,000 followers on Instagram. But yep. I connected with a couple of local Perth um, bloggers. Yep. I literally drove around with my son in the back. And I drove around to these bloggers. They were so amazing. They gave me their addresses. Yeah, and I wow. drove around and I literally gave them the product. And I said, can you do a story for me? Can you yeah. do a video? Can you just do anything for me? And was me? that unpaid or in exchange um, for product? A lot of it was unpaid. Was it? Yeah, yes. Okay. And one of them you did interview. It was Katerina from oh, right. um, Perth Blogger. She yeah, was from, amazing. Um, she did Style by Bella. Style by Bella. Oh, wow. she was an, I literally dropped it in store to her. She was actually busy on the phone, so we never talked. Um, but yeah, I dropped the product into her. She did some stories for me. Anytime she uses it, she generally tags me, which wow. is amazing. Wow. Um, so yeah, I just kind of did that. There was another girl 
Jane, I dropped it into, she works in a tile store. <laughs> I dropped it into her. She's a, kind of like a model blogger, yeah, you yeah. know. So she's done an IGTV for me. She did a video for me to share. She did a couple of shots of her with the product. So you just and went out hard and asked people who yeah, you felt were a good Because you fit. know what, if you don't ask, you don't get. Very, and I think that's probably advice. the Irish in me. I just messaged as many as I can. I probably messaged about 40. Okay. There were some you know over east yeah. like in sydney i sent them the product they would do it all so a lot of it for free how many out of 40 people how many did you get that actually did some content yeah. for well, you well i set aside a full 50 out of the thousand that i made okay i set aside 50 i probably did about 10 locally here in perth a lot of people did it all for free yeah and i will be absolutely forever grateful to all of that i feel like i'm welling up now when i think about it because do you want a tissue yeah yeah no i'm <laughs> fine um but you know like they're willing to support your business and yeah. still to this day they're doing that yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and even if it's just a story they're sharing it with their friends even if they have 200 followers it doesn't matter and you saw you know? obviously saw the impact of those i saw the impact of that of like from traffic. day one yeah, yeah. Okay, like just and whether it's i mean even it doesn't matter if it's getting traffic to your website you're getting them to your instagram you sure, can convert you're building them your down community. yes yeah, because yeah, yeah you need a couple of touch points before they're going to convert of course you know of and course. plus it also depends on where they are with their fake tan and right because i'm at that point where i fake tan twice a week right right, right. there's some people who are just occasional yeah. there's some people that are like oh i'm going away this weekend you know or oh i've got a big ball pre-holiday yeah. yeah, yeah you know what yeah. i mean so it's like if you're a regular fake tanner like a pretty serial fake tanner like myself you might be sold straight away yeah you might be like oh you know what my daughter does dance and i need to like fake tan her legs sure i'm converted i need to dry that tan i don't want any smudges i need that to look well for calisthenics whatever it is you know yeah. what i mean yeah, yeah so it depends where you're at for sure how often you're doing it yeah and how quick but honestly like yeah like influencer marketing has worked so well amazing yeah um two years in yeah. influencers played a big part i'm um, just a yes or no answer a yes are influencers still playing a big part in in, in marketing your business right now Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. And so what, apart from the influencers, what, what is your major investment in terms of marketing that's the most effective for you? Facebook and Instagram ads, yeah. absolutely, yep. hands yep. down. Yep. So I contract that out. Yep. I just don't have the headspace to learn. I'm the type of person that when I get into something, I want to know as much as possible and I can't physically do that because yep. there is just way too much to know. Um, so I've contracted that out and when someone gets to the website we have ads that will follow them yep you know i know yep. some people hate that but you know yeah, it actually does generate effective. revenue and yeah, it, revenue and it, it is effective and and sometimes people visit your website and they get distracted so they want to be like oh yes that's the thing i was looking at i couldn't remember so, but you know, you know? What? That so is it's it. perfectly fine yeah, you know absolutely. Um, it's a great I'll, point yeah definitely some people want to be reminded they do want yeah. to be reminded yeah. like you know so and then obviously it's generating a cold audience as well so that's good so yeah. that's getting people in um, and a brand new customer a brand new customer yeah yes. so and um, they are obviously targeting yep. um, within australia which is awesome as well and they are converting um which is good and i would definitely say having really good pop-ups now i don't know what it is about shopify my pop-ups don't necessarily they weren't exit intent they weren't people can't couldn't exit out of them properly uh, right, so which hence is very why, annoying yeah which yeah. is so annoying and yeah. it just means yeah. they couldn't get past and, yeah, yeah. and you know they were just exiting it with the whole thing yeah. so 
I have the Privy app and that's just absolutely okay. amazing. So okay. I have a pop-up that will constantly stick at the bottom right-hand side um, if they're online and it will just say 10%, you know, sign up for 10%, like okay. pop in your email. Okay. So that's great at generating the email so then I can email them once a week. Yeah, perfect. You know, so it's all perfect. about getting people Gathering in, them in, how can we retarget them? Yeah. And it's just getting that customer cycle. base. Yeah, and that's cycle and just of building that over information, time. sharing yeah. information, offering exactly. them something, bringing them back, Yeah, and trying not them. to sell. Completely. Trying to just give well, them information because that's what I like. I hate being sold yeah. to. You have I to like, build a brand. Give me all the info. Yeah, you have <laughs> to build I'll a brand convert. experience with yeah. them, don't you? So what do you what stand like. for? Share the personality, exactly. the brand. Yeah. Um, as you say, don't, don't. it's not all about a hard sell. Yeah. Well, Thank you. That has been an absolutely awesome podcast. You had no reason to be nervous. You have yeah. absolutely smashed it out of the park. Thank you. Um, really, really nice to meet you and, and hear your you story. So much. I should say congratulations because Thank you're obviously you. doing really well with the business and it's great to hear another Perth-based, notwithstanding that you're an Irish expert, yeah. but you're in Perth. And I'm a, another, actually Aussie. <laughs> there you go. Aussie now. <laughs> there you go, mate. Good yeah. on you, Cobber. It's really nice to hear another Perth story. We run into a lot of them, but it's great to hear one. It's really nice to see another one with, with, you know, a really unique product that you've come up with yourself based yep. on a need that you recognise. And those stories are awesome. So thank you very much, Fiona, from Glowdry. It's been awesome to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Get in touch with Ben and Scott at The Cut for guidance on growing sales from your online store. The Cut can help Shopify startups and established businesses to maximise customer engagement and conversion. Please share this podcast. We drop new episodes regularly. Plus, you're invited to guest on this podcast. So contact The Cut to make it happen. The Cut are here to help with online retail. So visit thecut.net.au. Shopify till you dropify. Thanks for listening. Access e-commerce expertise from The Cut anytime. Visit thecut.net.au and connect on Facebook and LinkedIn.